complicated and fascinating world that invites us to dive deep into its intricacies. Exploring the ideas and events that excite, intrigue, irritate, and confound us is how we graduate our knowledge beyond meme culture. Join us over a cocktail as we expand our understanding and share in the beauty we find along the way. I'm Stephen Torna. I'm Kat Dwyer. And I'm Stephen Henning. Welcome to the Whiskey Bench. All right. Well, I say we just hop right in. Let's do it. What do you guys think? Into it. Cheers to that, my friend. I'm here for it. Excellent. (laughs) First off, what did you guys end up doing today? I worked all day. Did go to yoga. That's true. It was nice. I should have gone. You were invited. I know. (laughs) Uh, Invited to yoga. Snubbed. Even I even like paid for him to go. Wait, what? Yeah, oh I just have to book it. Oh my so, god! Okay, I got my I got my money. Back. Okay, all right. Well, you should have told me that when there's <laughs> money know. on the table, I always will commit. It's fifteen dollars. Okay, all right. Is this every Thursday? Wow. Yeah, every Thursday. So this could be a pre whiskey bench kind yeah. of deal. Yeah, this is actually my Gotta first get. time doing yoga immediately before recording, so I'm very curious to see like what kind of. If it's what a kind conducive of, headspace. For yeah. This sort of what kind thing, of energy you know? are you going to bring now? I'll let you yeah. test this because <laughs> I did. I did some yoga last night. Oh. And that was nice. And then today I didn't I didn't do much of anything today. Minus get some stuff done around the house and kind of just <laughs> relax. Not in a good headspace today. Mm. Excellent. Um, which is probably Perfect. would have been a good reason for me to just go. To go yoga, yeah. But <laughs> yeah. That's okay. Here, neither here nor there, I suppose. There will be other opportunities. So, yeah, I wasn't working today. It was mm-hmm. nice. Got to chill a little bit. Henning, just worked today. Dude, great work day for me. I work a 410 schedule, so I'm on my Friday night, even though mm. we're recording oh, nice. on Thursdays. Like, this is my, this is my, I'm so, I love recording the whiskey bench on Thursday evening because it's, it's such a fun way to start the weekend for me. Actually, this is my Friday as well. Hmm. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Lucky bastards. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's kind of weird, though, because I don't work Fridays, but then a lot of times I'll end up working like Saturday, Sunday. Mm. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> it whatever. is my Friday, though. It's there nice. you go. Tomorrow I don't have to do anything. I just have to edit Whiskey Bench. Nice. Photograph the cocktails. Which, I, which you've I, been right killing, over. by the way. They've been getting better, and I also just got a light box. Oh, look at that. It's it's in here. It's really cool. It's a good size. The lighting's awesome in it. I, I'm hoping that's gonna up up the game a little bit. Have you sacrificed your bed for the no, light box? It's oh, just okay. that's sitting there right now. Okay, put it all together today. Fair enough. <laughs> Sounds like something he would do though, doesn't it? I know, right? <laughs> and since I'm doing laundry, it can be sacrificed for the time being. Ah. So yeah, I've got a light box. So cocktail photos tomorrow. It's great. I get to go to Costco. You get to go to I Costco? I get to go to Costco wow. tomorrow. Wow, all right. That's, that's the right attitude. <laughs> that's I applaud. <laughs> I applaud I go to that. Costco like I'm going into a battle, and I'm like, I got it mapped out. I'm in yeah. and out as fast as I can. <laughs> I mean, that's usually what I end up doing, but I'm running. I'm kind of playing the game where I eat everything that's in the pantry. Ah, uh, yeah. And Ooh. I've been doing this for like a week and a half now, and I still have oh. a, a bounty of food in the pantry, but it's like weird stuff. <laughs> yeah. That and you're down, right. you're I, running, you're running into your prepper stores, man. You can't yeah, eat too man. much of that. Like, oh, I've got eight cans of coconut milk left and, uh, some quinoa. Yeah. Well, I've got a lot of quinoa actually. Yeah. Um, that tracks. Yeah. So I need to go, I like need some that veggies. Tracks. Veggies is really what I'm after. <laughs> totally. And then I'm out of uh, rice milk. So those are the, uh, the must gets. What do you, is that for your coffee or something or would you use rice uh, milk? Then? I just use rice milk, uh, if I'm making anything or if i'm drinking a smoothie ah okay that's pretty much all i do right on i try to drink my coffee black just for my own health i guess you like it (laughs) yeah i I like it you know it's easy to drink like a ton of creamer through the day so i try to cut back on that Mm, that's smart very wise very wise torna do you remember working at city brew together Oh what yeah! A, what a world! What a time that was! Yeah, I don't know if this was ever brought up, but uh, Henning and I used to fling coffee together <laughs> in the high school, the, early college days. Yeah, at the local fast food coffee place. 
That's what I call mm. City Brew and Starbucks now is fast food coffee. Yeah, that's what I like that. <laughs> I mean, that kind of tracks, right? It's like, yeah, it does. Totally. It's consistent. You know exactly what you're going to get. Well, unless it's, well, yeah. and then, and then it depends on the store, but <laughs> Starbucks though, you can go to a Starbucks in Seattle or you could go to a Starbucks in like middle of nowhere, Detroit. Idaho or oh, yeah, yeah, Detroit, whatever. Just a Starbucks is a Starbucks is a Starbucks. And I, I actually like it. I like that. They mastered scaling up. They did. Yeah. True. True. And they also do a really good job of like from the outset letting employees know what their culture is about. They hand out a book called the last 10 feet that kind of outlines coffee from like being grown in whatever growing region, Mm -hmm. like through the farmer's hands, through the distribution, through the transportation. And essentially the book ends with, and you, my new Starbucks employee, you are entrusted with taking the, the coffee, the last 10 feet in this whole chain directly to the person who's about to consume it. So don't mess it up. Be a good, (laughs) you know, like treat treat your customer well and be kind, be a person, (laughs) you know, I really, I'm, I like it. They, they even managed to scale that. Mm. Yeah. It's admirable. If only they didn't put like, just pump after pump of syrup, sugar, flavor, Mm -hmm. dye, toxic. Hellish I mean, crap into your coffee. But I don't oh. drink coffee, so I be, I probably shouldn't even speak to it. Speaking what? of hellish dye, what? hellish dye. Oh yeah. Oh, that's a we, good. We uh, we're drinking a cocktail tonight <laughs> that is blue. It looks like. Oh, wait. Oh, hey, hold on, cat. No coffee. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, I, I'm a tea drinker. Oh, exclusively though. Exclusively. In the morning. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've never really been keen on coffee. My dad used to feed it to me when i was little nice like okay, a good but ton like, of cream and sugar yeah i Feder- used to yeah, drink like that as Folgers, well like federal used coffee to call it uh coffee milk coffee milk yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's he might have even called it that <laughs> no his is like what would he drink it was a thing really terrible like he just got it in a big Folgers, tin. Maxwell like House. worse than worse than Folgers. i don't know like western family brand or something nice worse yeah. than Folgers. okay worse than Folgers. <laughs> yeah so right. i really like tea like yeah, right, it's fair like enough. it's fair enough. You know, some drugs are cut. Like this coffee's cut with dirt. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know it. I've oh, had it. Oh man. It's my grandpa. He he was a Maxwell House mm. fella. There it is. Okay. I'm sorry. Back to your blue drink. Black tea. <laughs> no, back no, to that's your all right. Blue milk. That's a Star Wars thing. It's fine. Uh, blue milk is a Star Wars thing, isn't it? Um, we are drinking a blue cocktail. It looks like. Blue flavor Gatorade, whatever that flavor is. Blue flavor. <laughs> Arctic <laughs> tips, frosted tips yeah, flavor. Something like frosted that. tips Gatorade. Yes. <laughs> yes. And it has a picture of like Justin Timberlake from the 90s. Yes. In sync, something like that. No, this is actually older than 90s, even though it has kind of a neon blue look to it. This is actually pretty old, like 1930s cocktail. Hmm. I ended up seeing a couple places where it showed up, but one of the predominant ones was a cocktail book named The Official Mixer's Manual, 1934. Mm. Sounds official. Yes. Some dude named Henry wrote the book or published the book. And originally it was this drink, but it just had a few drops of blue food dye. And at (laughs) some point, couldn't find out when, they switched the blue food dye to blue curacao, which is like an orange liqueur, and it comes in a blue variant. Hmm. Interesting. I, who knows why? <laughs> I made blue pina coladas not that long ago. Kind of fun. Hmm. Anyway, it's one ounce of gin, an ounce of triple sec, that's orange as well, and then just a little bit of the blue curacao to give it a nice translucent blue color. Hmm. Throw it in a glass with ice and... Top it off with some uh, soda. It's really simple. I can't say it's like, it's not, honestly, it's not that good. (laughs) But, but we, we shoot. It's palatable. I mean, it's not bad. No, it's not bad. It's just not. Sounds very orangey. It's not scrumptious. It's actually not though. 
It feels oh. like I think if I think if it had, I feel like it's missing an element. So I don't. I know. I don't know there quite was a, what it I is. I did see one recipe that called for some like dry vermouth. Oh. As well. We, uh, you could always add more gin. <laughs> yeah. Maybe du- double the gin. Mm-hmm. Um, is it common to mix gin with triple sec? That seems unusual I don't think to so. me. Yeah. A lot of rums you'll use triple sec. And tequila. Tequila, is lots of triple sec. Yeah. Gin, no idea. Yeah. But, well, hey. I- you know what? Probably won't make it again, but it's in the arsenal. <laughs> you know, it's a fun color, and if, I'll never turn down gin, so cheers. It, cheers <laughs> to that one. It looks good on Instagram, at least, right? We yeah. Go with that. I'm going to I'm gonna doll it up a little bit when I actually take a picture. We'll put it in a nicer glass, even though it's supposed to be served in a rocks glass. I'll... I'll put a garnish in it, even though none of the recipes called for a garnish. Yeah. Ooh, what I'll bastardize color garnish? it a little bit. What color? Dress garnish? her up a bit. Yeah. I don't know. I'm thinking like a big orange spiral or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe fine. There you go. I think we can for make some that reason work. I, yeah. You, you could kind of make it look more like a like a cheesy 1950s cocktail. Yes, that would be perfect. Oh, you know, with the color, go. I feel like yes. that's appropriate. Make it or look a like umbrella, it even. Mad Men or yeah. something. Yes. I need to get some umbrellas. Yeah, I can see it. It kind of looks like Windex. <laughs> mm, there you go. It's like... Or blue toilet bowl cleaner. <laughs> Liquid yeah. blue Jolly Rancher. I can't yeah. get over... Yeah. I can't... Um. Okay, so if I told you what was a classic <laughs> name from the 1930s, doesn't Henry seem like it should be top of that list? Yes. Right? Like, of course his name was Henry. Of I mean, sorry. It's a good name. Yeah, uh, that's fair. John Henry. To Henry. You got some. You got something against Henry's? No, Henry? I don't. Not at all. I mean, he invented a mediocre drink, so I got a little something that's against fair. him. But now, to be know, fair, I did look up this guy, and he's got uh, quite a few classic cocktails that he's known for. Mm. Oh, so this obviously isn't his finest work. Okay. But this was. There's a. F- there's a few that I guarantee will be featured down the road. The that are okay. So he had a couple home runs. This was just a a bunt. Yeah, they can't. They can't all be zingers, right? Yeah. This was just a grounder. He's like, somebody asked for something blue, and he was like, "Is this anything?" <laughs> just you know what? You know gender. what's not mediocre is this delightful sixteen-year-old Lagavulin mm. scotch I'm drinking. Fair tonight. enough. And can I tell you guys, I uh, tonight is one of those nights where I feel like I might want to drink a little more, and Ooh. some. Some of my greatest friends, they know me so well. They went and got me a bottle of Lefroy 10 for my birthday. Oh, I love Lefroy 10. So that I'm, is some peaty stuff. I yeah. Okay. So I thought Lagavulin <laughs> was the peatiest scotch. Oh no, Lefroy is the peat master. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. I can't even imagine what a 30 tastes like. The yes. 10 is like Man, I very often talk about how Lagavulin is like drinking the most delicious campfire. This is just like, I don't. <laughs> it's like they lit a campfire in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, it's like you just put oh, one boy. of the embers in your face. It's so powerful. <laughs> anyway, I will be. So I will. Pro- just I will so be you- ch- chasing my Lagavulin with some Lefroy Ten tonight. Nice. Uh, so what I like to do in a lot of Scotch drinks cocktails end up taking is you make the cocktail with a blended scotch something low on the shelf oh you know not too expensive right and then i put some of my lefroy tin in a spritz bottle and you just spritz the top of the drink so it smells like really peaty what the first few sips are like really smoky what and then it's just like a standard kind of whiskey cocktail so you get all the nose but you don't get the flavor yes exactly wow interesting that's like kind of cheating can i can i tell you though is (laughs) i'm just going to be drinking it neat because that's how i take scotch Um, well yes it's just it's so it's so powerful is what it is it's delightful my friend my friend sam and shayla got it for me and uh they're fueling the whiskey bench tonight you guys 
Here we go. That is really exciting. Is this Sam? Uh, I don't know if we want to say his last name, but Sam that interacts on Instagram and everything with it us. Most definitely <laughs> is. He's my he's my dungeon master every week. Ah. <laughs> we can say his last name. He was on No Normal People. Sam Fife. Oh, that's true. Sam Fife. Well, what a I'm sending man. him a, a a heart with my hands. Yeah. Send him send him a heart on Twitter while you're at it. I will actually. He, um, I haven't been on Twitter in a minute. I did see he responded to one of my tweets. I need to get back to him. Perfect. Uh, yeah, I think. <laughs> Sam, I love you. <laughs> Thanks, Sam. Look at that. You responded to a tweet. You gave me whiskey, and it's amazing. I want to come out the gate. Out. <laughs> I want to come out the gate here, and I'm ready for some pushback. Uh, but I've okay. been pretty oh vocal on Whiskey Bench, up to date. That Twitter.com is the best website on the internet. Oh, oh, yes. <laughs> Broken record, Henning. Twitter's the best. No, I like Twitter. And I think it's still true. Hmm. So let's get into it. I just cracked it. I just cracked it wide. You guys, I just yeah. broke the glow a grenade stick. into a dumpster and yep. we're ready to go. See, yes. I just, I, I chose a more calm metaphor. I, I broke the glow stick <laughs> and, that, and I lit you up. Hmm. I guess you could say the thing with the same thing about a grenade though. So whatever. Right. All right. Well, what in, in the interest of updates, because a lot of things happened in the last six days since we last recorded. Ah, uh, yes. Who wants to get us up to speed here? Uh, so where we left off last week, we recorded on the seventh. No, we recorded on the eighth. The mm. sixth is when, the U.S. Capitol was stormed. Yep. Since then, we've had more arrests. It's like 120-something or maybe 180-something people that are currently being investigated by FBI. Mm-hmm. Every day I'm seeing that more and more people have been arrested that ended up breaking into the Capitol, which is all good. We have Facebook and Twitter removing President Donald Trump from their platform and Spotify and Pinterest and Pinterest and pretty much every and platform like Shopify that. and all sort and, and, and Snapchat. Yep. 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 It was like nine of the big tech companies. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Like within the same hour. All within the same day. Yeah. yeah. Same day. Mm-hmm. Um, which was interesting. And then we also had parlor, uh, get removed, and then Amazon Web Services ended up breaking their contract with Parler, so they weren't able to have a web host anymore, so the site went completely down. Mm-hmm. Um, what else has happened? Right now, media is attacking Gab, trying to get them removed. Mm. Conservatives are dropping like flies off of Twitter. Yes, um, they've lost like $5 billion this uh, week. I, yeah, I bet. Uh-huh. In stock, something and like that. Some some moves, yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> and some moves have been pretty controversial, um, mm-hmm. and not even just on Twitter, but on Facebook as well. Right. For example, Senator Ron Paul's yes uh, Facebook page wasn't taken down, but it was restricted, so they can't update it and they can't start any new pages. Mm-hmm. Um, so like his ability to operate on Facebook has been completely restricted. Little old pacifist, Ron. Which is pretty wild (laughs) because he's certainly not like a Trump champion and he definitely wasn't speaking out in support of like Mm -hmm. not accepting the electoral vote count and and certainly was not speaking out in support of the Capitol riot. Um, So that's pretty wild. That happened, I believe... Facebook. I don't know if this ended up happening or if it's if it's gone through. They said they were going to remove every like message, post, anything that was tagged with what was it like the stolen election or something like that. Stop the steal. Stop the steal. That's yeah, right. That hashtag. Um, mm-hmm. So everything that relates to that, I think, is completely removed. <clears throat> yeah. Which is interesting. People like. The Ayatollah Khomeini of the Iranian regime are still allowed to operate on Twitter mm. and talk about exterminating exterminating uh, the Jewish 
state of Israel. Yes. So that's nice. It's been very interesting <laughs> to see all of the tags on Twitter at Jack. Yeah. With just these absurd tweets that are just like violent and and not just like could be interpreted as inciting violence, but like straight up like we need to go kill sure. X people. And yeah. you're like, ah, that's still up. I think that's where a lot of people, like reasonable people, are having trouble sort of wrapping their head around what Twitter's, their mm-hmm. recent moves. Yes. Because, and and I guess when I say reasonable people, I think I'm kind of, <laughs> I guess I'm thinking more like from the libertarian perspective. Right. Where Nora, <laughs> sorry. That ousts a lot of people. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Um, no, but what I guess what <laughs> what I'm thinking of is sort of like the traditional libertarian argument is like, well, they're a private business. If you don't like their rules, go somewhere else. But it very clearly is only being applied in one direction against one political ideology. Um, Not even one, really, but just sort of like lumping everybody into this category and and sort of moving against them. And Mm -hmm. the rules aren't applied uniformly across the board, which in my mind sort of discredits them and what Mm -hmm. they're doing and makes it sort of hard to believe that it's really being done in the name of just um like stopping hate speech and rather is actually like a targeted attack on supposed political enemies Hmm. jack 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 put out that whole nice (laughs) twitter thread though saying that it wasn't Okay, well there you go. <laughs> Done. He's guess, like, no, this we is all not, feel better. You know, it wasn't it wasn't coordinated that uh tr- you know, Trump was removed from everything. He's like it was just a coincidence. And, <laughs> and uh he's like we value blah 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 blah. It's worth reading. It was a nice little thread. In it other works. news, nice a sitting president of the United States got impeached for the second time in his first term. Correct. And then right. it still needs to go to the Senate, though, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Which won't start and until Biden's administration. Mm-hmm. Well, there's still debate on whether they're even going to actually. Mitch McConnell has come out and basically said that it. Yeah, there's basically there's no time to have like an actual proper trial mm-hmm. before he's out of office and there is legitimate debate amongst constitutional scholars of the constitutionality of actually trying to impeach him once he's out of office yes because once he's a private citizen again that isn't condoned within the constitution however there's a precedent of that happening a few times in american history um, most of the trials I think were like actually basically like dropped before the people were convicted of anything. Um, and my understanding is we sort of inherited the impeachment tool from the Brits and they have a precedent of impeaching civil servants once they're out of office um but it sort of just depends on how you read the constitution and how you interpret it and a narrow interpretation would probably mean that it's not constitutional to uh to go after him after he's out of office and i think there's also like a really fair sort of political argument that that is going to distract from the biden administration and it'll be a trump circus for months mm-hmm. into the beginning of the Biden administration. And so some folks, um, some Democrat senators have suggested, like, let's give Biden his first hundred days and then we'll go after Trump. And I just, I'm torn on it personally because I sort of, I see, I'd like him to just go away and not be able to run again. Um, And, you know, Nancy Pelosi sort of they use the language of inciting insurrection specifically because that is an offense that warrants basically barring him from running for any sort of elected office again. It's also going to be a tougher case to actually prove in court that he was, in fact, inciting insurrection. Correct. And the legal like proving the legality of inciting insurrection or violence as I would 
looking into it this week is fairly difficult, mm-hmm. especially given that he really didn't clearly incite violence. Right. If you've listened to his, all of his speeches, his statement, and the speech he gave, or his tweets, the speech he gave, and then his statement, there's no clear incitement of violence. Yeah. So there has to be some <laughs> other kind of... Which... And Henning, I hear you laughing, and it's not to say, at least from my perspective, it's right. not to say that he didn't. Right. I think you could objectively say he, he did, but to prove it legally, legally is a different thing. Yes. Okay. It's a different thing. Okay. So wait. Okay. And, and I, let's come yeah. back to objectively. We can say he did. I want to talk about that first because I think, especially when we start p- parsing legal versus, I mean, you just said objectively, but also just like he has a seeming clear trajectory toward what happened on January 6th, 2021 and taken in context, especially his speech right before everyone moved over to the Capitol. I mean, like 15 minutes before Rudy Giuliani said, we need trial by combat. So, and then Trump getting up and not saying anything specifically against that. I think there's some, there's some pretty good, interpretation there where it's like well i mean he didn't say anything against it and this guy has kind of been a mouthpiece for him for a while so that's something as far as i understand it though especially when you get to a senate trial it's still technically not a criminal case so there's different standards applied to get us through the senate's half of the impeachment which i also think is a good uh i mean i've heard people say like i mean the impeachment has already started and because the impeachment Mm -hmm. started during his term, that's why the Senate has a right and has precedent to continue on and finish that trial out. So there were t- those were two things. What do you mm-hmm. think? What do you think of those? I think the the constitutionality of it is still a question. I mean, people are totally split on mm-hmm. whether or not sure. the Senate does, in fact, have the ability to actually do that. And like I said, I personally am totally torn. I see the value in moving on it and barring him from running again. Um, Especially after. But I also see the argument that like this is sort of this also feeds him too. and Mm -hmm. someone I um, Daniel Henninger, who's on the editorial board of the Wall Street Journal, wrote a great piece this week talking about this. Mm. And he made the point that. um, That that could almost that like a big trial, which, you know, will be the media circus focusing on Trump for, you know, several weeks or a month or who knows, maybe even longer. We don't know. You know, some some impeachment trials have lasted for like, you know, over 80 days. So who knows? It could it'll suck up a lot of air in the room for some period of time. Mm And it could almost resurrect him and his brand and rile his base and. If it looks like a partisan thing that isn't really serving the end of getting him out of office, which is what an impeachment is right. supposed to do, and he's already out of office, sure, like that might just serve only to just sow greater division and rile up his base and give mm-hmm. him sort of life again. So I think it's, I mean, really, it's it's a tough call. Like which I do see that I do see yeah. the the I can see the media definitely pushing for that to be the case because they definitely want to milk as much Trump news as they possibly can Yeah, as he's getting out the door. Yeah. I don't think the media is going to have a particularly good time with the Biden administration. I think stocks are going to plummet and engagement is going to plummet. And I also see the DOC pushing for it because It'll be a good distraction for Biden and the DOC to push through a lot of new legislation, maybe some big bills, things like that, kind of under the radar. Every, I mean, <laughs> by executive order, yeah, right, probably. Well, right? we know well, no one's once, paying attention. Once Trump's out, <clears throat> Biden's going to be reverting or nixing a bunch of what Trump did. Yeah. Every every time there's a new president, it happens, right? And that's especially the part of the problem of doing things by fucking executive order. Yeah. Because if it comes easily, it <laughs> can be fair. undone easily. Uh, but totally. anyway. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see 
where that where that progresses. Very true. Um, I'm kind of getting off tangent here, but we have more me, news. Excuse me. Hold on. Excuse me while I open my bottle of Lafroy because <laughs> oh. I gotta I gotta get into this. <laughs> gotta top off for oh, this you're one. Yeah. <laughs> you're switching it. Switching it over. My Lagavulin's gone, and mm. I want to keep drinking. If I'm honest, so here we go. If you like what you're hearing, the best way to tell us about it would be on Apple Podcasts or on facebook.com slash whiskeybenchpod for Android users. There you can leave us a five-star rating and a one or two sentence review to help others find the show. Thank you to Reagan James for the use of our theme music, The Habit, off her album, Message. Find her work on Spotify and Apple Music. Twitter right now. I don't get on Facebook because that's a cesspool. Why would anyone use? You know Facebook? what? You know what should be removed. You know who should remove their Facebook should be removed because the amount of misinformation and yeah, absolute trash that is on Facebook. That's fine. They're they're too big. They won't get removed. Anyway, everyone is so fired up on this topic. I've seen so many mean, nasty, angry things from everyone, mm-hmm. and I'm really excited that we get to talk about this tonight. Because this is very interesting and this is very important. And I'm not furious. <laughs> That's good. And That's good. Excited to excited to be chatting with you guys. So Right on. This is this is pumped. But I wanted to derail this just briefly, because uh, there is more news. We are we already see Republicans saying they're gonna impeach Biden or at least make a movement to impeach Biden <laughs> I the, saw second, that. <laughs> the first day that he's um in office. Yeah. Wait, I'm out of the loop on this one. Yes. When did this? Was this like the last uh, was, couple hours? It was hours? one of the senators. <laughs> this was yesterday. Really? I didn't get on anything today. It was nice. So I'm, I'm a whole day behind on keeping up with the Joneses. Wow. But yeah, they're like, we're going to, you know, if they're going to set the president to impeach Trump for these reasons, then Biden's guilty as well, which I would say yes. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's whatever. We'll see where things go with that. Here that's is. an important piece of news. Here it is. Rep. Marjorie Taylor Greene says she'll file to impeach Joe Biden on January 21st. <laughs> that's just that's just one gal trying to cater to her base because she thinks it's going to help her. Uh, that's, oh, yeah. my God. The newly... But this is the crisis that GOP faces. Yes. They are so divided <laughs> over Trump and his goddamn constituency. And mm-hmm. I... Pff, I think that they're falling into the trap that the left often falls into and thinking that like the really radical left wing ultra progressive angry people on Twitter represent like the vast majority of the Democrat Party and they end up sort of like bending to the totally their totally. wishes. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm I think the GOP is doing the same fucking exact thing with yeah. the Trumpsters and yes. it's a mistake. It's well, a big mistake. It honestly just feels like they're in their death throes. That's what it feels like yeah. to me. They're just like, oh, fuck, what do we what do we do? Um, right. D- she just got elected in Georgia, too. So, I mean. Yes. As if we hadn't heard what enough I, about Georgia. What I kind of <laughs> see happening is that that probably isn't realistic. No, it's not. But I think yeah, in probably. two years, there's a good chance Republicans will win like the House or something. And then in two years, they'll probably try to impeach Biden. If he's still around, I well, for that's a that's interesting, what? and maybe there's no way for me to make really a fair guess of this. But I think if the Republicans are in a position to win back the House mm-hmm. and maybe take the Senate as well in 2022, they will have had to unite, and yes. they will have had to sort of move away from the Trump phenomenon. And I don't think that if they had done those two things that they'd be the same kind of party that would try to uh, impeach him on mm, fair tr- trumped up bullshit charges. Potentially, yeah. Someone I has to stop this cycle. really like that like, take, Kat. That's really insightful. Oh, thanks. Yes. No, yeah. no that's <laughs> well, so good. I agree with that. Someone needs to, to stop the cycle, but I don't know what that looks like right now. Yeah. And I can only perceive what's going to happen <coughs> in the context of things will stay as they are now. This whiskey is so PD sure. fam. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Hennon's oh, been smoked boy. out. <laughs> Whoa. Hilarious. Sorry. Sorry. No, no, no you're right. <laughs> 
<laughs> I want to experience that I have now. a 410 on the shelf. Well, we can go get your, some. Yeah, go pour yourself some. Lime or bright blue cocktails yeah, on hold. Yeah, <laughs> that would work for me. Get into it. No, but it. yeah, so I'm just putting everything in the context of what's going on right now. And my hope is that the Republican Party won't do what the Democratic Party did the last four years and push some... If you want to talk about conspiracies, crazy conspiracy about Russian collusion right. or something like that, or push some collusion or some conspiracy about Biden being, you know, part of whatever, like there's some investigations going on right now. I hope that they're taken serious. Time will tell. Like I value the law a lot. Mm-hmm. So I, I just hate seeing these just crazy baseless claims i do have to say that like and i think last week you wanted to get into this a little bit of like who's really to blame for what happened on uh capitol hill and i want to just real quick say yeah there are a lot of people that are going to be getting blamed for this one i they should be yeah yeah it's not like i'm trying to shift blame on on one right there's a lot of complex stuff going on right now you would you know in a healthier society everyone would have taken a long hard look in the mirror and thought about their rhetoric and their motives and their behavior over the last four years and and recognize that almost everyone has played a role in getting our country to this point. Mm-hmm. And I, and I will say sort of, I do find it pretty asinine that like sort of the establishment Democrat media outlets are sort of like feigning this outrage and like surprise and um, at what happened on Capitol Hill. And from my perspective, it's like they spent four years pushing unfounded claims of election fraud and we just kind of let them off the hook with that (laughs) and like how do you know it shouldn't be surprising that like a group of people who feel disenfranchised would like resort to assuming that the election was stolen Mm -hmm. you know when we've been told it had been stolen before for four years with no real evidence and that was you know championed across the board across media um and then when it finally was proven to not be true everyone just stopped talking about it right and of course those people on the other side of the aisle they're not going to trust or believe anything that they if that they hear in the mainstream media that's telling them like, no, there is no substantial evidence of voter fraud in the mm-hmm. 2020 election. Like stop thinking that they're not going to listen to that because when Trump was elected, journalists said out loud, they declared like objectivity has gone out the window because Trump is so terrible that we don't have to be objective anymore. Like, you know, I mean that they really set the stage. I think the media has a big chunk of the responsibility here for really, really setting the stage for people to one, believe these unfounded claims mm-hmm. and for two, to not feel like they could trust any source to give them real information. No wonder they fucking went underground and believe some guy who thinks that people like eat children's flesh or whatever the hell QAnon believes. You know oh, what I mean? Man, like, I, I mean, it's yeah. fucking A. Sorry, that's my rant. Q, uh, this, again, tonight, guys, we're just going to be kind of, I think, a little bit of some ranting and hopping all over the place. (laughs) But, like, this week, like, I did, as much as I could tolerate, kind of a dive into Q, and that is, it is just a freaky, weird, like, psyop kind of manipulation of people. Yeah. Like, anyone that is into the Q thing and is doing violent things in the name of Q, like, it, it, it's... They're responsible, right? But Q is like a weird, freaky cult. It I mean, is it, cult. it is a cult, obviously. Yeah, totally, but like, yeah. there's and there's now just recently, like, someone that was arrested, part of Q was like an ex military, like, psyop expert. And I'm like, these people are, and they're, they're like, they're taking advantage of like ex military. It does seem to be like there's a lot of ex military yes. and cops too. Yes, and cops. <laughs> and so it's just weird. Like, there's, I mean, there's a Q church. It's starting a Is church. Really? Yeah, I'll find an oh, article. Gosh. We'll put it in the show notes. I don't want to just claim yeah. that without any article or anything. But yeah, my my uh, my friend, my oh, co-host on Ravel, Joshua Allen, sent me an article about it. All right, we'll see if we can 
The cute shirt. Is it some like weird twisted Christianity or like what is it? Uh, it would be. I mean, it's so hard to. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Yeah, I mean, Q is so squishy enough. Like it's hard to define. Right. <laughs> um. Yeah. yeah. Did you? Oh my gosh. There's so many. There's so many things. There's so many yeah. things. Yeah. There's too much. Kind of information overload right now. Uh, I'm gonna hop back into some news. Uh, we see Dominion right now is suing Sidney Powell for like 1.3 billion. Defamation. Uh, for defamation. Yep. Powell's claiming that she's got all these things. Um, we'll see how much comes to light in the actual law case. I, I was listening to some great commentary, and they're like, chances are she probably does have some like weird damning evidence for them, but like not related to you know voter fraud, just kind of mm. typical hit kind of stuff. And uh, I just learned that defamation doesn't protect you from, like bankruptcy doesn't protect you from defamation claims. Mm. So what, what do you mean by that? Like bankruptcy. you can't just like file bankruptcy <clears throat> You oh, you would still have to owe the money yes. if you were charged. So that. I don't know what oh. that, huh. you know, and then also lawsuits now are getting into crazy $1.3 billion. That's a ton of Like money. what? <laughs> they just want to bury her. Right. That's going on. Yeah, I mean, insane. going back to parlor being, don't, being don't banned. Don't you think Dominion has a little bit of a leg to stand on there? Like, I would want to bury her too if like my whole program. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, just, I also wonder, like, what the hell? I mean, they're happened? taking the legal route. I mean, I don't. That's great. Yeah, totally. And like, what the? What happened to Sydney Powell? I don't know. She wasn't a fucking wackadoo. Like a year ago, she wasn't a wackadoo. Well, you know, I mean, I guess that's true. But publicly facing, she yeah. seemed to be like real sharp, real bright, real on it. Who's the other guy that's just gone absolutely off the oh, deep end? Lynn, Lynn Wood. Wood. He's a nightmare. <laughs> He's he evil. Claims, yeah, he is evil. He claims evil. he now, as soon as, you know, as soon as Pence like upheld his constitutional duty and mm-hmm. wasn't a piece of shit. Yeah. He, um, Lynn Wood started claiming, you know, doing, taking the. Q line and claiming that he's like a pedophile, you know, I mean, it's so disgusting. It's evil. completely disgusting. I know these people are not to use a obnoxious Twitter attack term, but they're clowns. Nice. <laughs> you uh, did it. Yeah. You did it. I did I, it. I feel a little bad. You, I feel bad. What'd you think? Um, what'd you think of our, I say our, why did I say our? That's not true. What did you think of the Ooh. 10 Republicans who went and split and actually voted for the impeachment? <laughs> Look at them go. Uh, What's up? I'm glad they're standing on Cheney. their principles. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't, I personally don't <clears throat> see grounds for, well, I didn't see grounds for the 25th Amendment. Impeachment, maybe the reasons why, I, I, I just don't agree with. I think they would have been better off to go with something along the lines of like Trump trying to coerce Pence into doing something not constitutional. I think there's like, definitely that's a better angle than yeah. the incitement of insurrection, but right. that's just from what I perceive so far. Yeah. Um, but like I think there's grounds for impeachment. I think the specific language they used yeah. is that's probably not totally probably isn't really legally the best route. But again, like I think they did Henry that strategically saying, right. so that they could then bar him from running again. Sure. Mm-hmm. So anyway. But yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, good, good for those Republicans that voted their conscience, conscience. So I view, I view the impeachment in (laughs) two ways. And I learned this, I didn't learn it, but like, it was something that was sitting with me and I heard Dan Carlin say it on his, uh, his common sense show. But basically with the incitement of insurrection or whatever, however exactly they worded that either Trump was unaware of whatever conspiracy was going on and he is just blatantly trying to manipulate people or uh real quick just to address that i the only thing that i've ever seen of trump you're talking about q stuff ish like that kind of conspiracy because the only thing i've ever seen as far as that go is like uh, media people are like people are saying that you're like destroying a ring of pedophiles, blah 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 no. blah. He was just like, "Well, what is that a bad? Thing? Is that a bad thing?" Um, oh my god! What I'm what uh. I'm more talking about is the sixty some odd uh, court cases he filed to 
contest votes that none of them made through. And now those lawyers are like being disbarred. Did you see that? Um, oh, really? Yeah. I don't like that. Now that's not looking. Because it. there were, you can file for a. Sure. Yeah. He, him following, he absolutely had a constitutional right to contest the election and to pursue proper legal channels, okay. which yes. they did. And when all of those came to not, then he should have accepted it. And, and, moved on. and that's what I'm saying. He he did not yeah. have any legal recourse after 60 some odd courts saw his cases right. and then he went on to continually perpetuate the the claim and the lie that it was an outright steal. Right. Like and this is what people right. were shouting on the White House lawn on January 6th. So either he right is just not aware but he's so good at manipulating people because i think i mean there's a hot take here where it's like uh, trump has been a better social media influencer in the last four years than he has a president (laughs) (laughs) which i mean totally fair like he knows twitter was the place for hot takes and he took it there right so Mm -hmm. either that or he's completely like he actually believes the conspiracy and I, I just oh. I think he's driven by his ego. I don't think he really truly deeply in any meaningful way gives a fuck about oh, totally. the people who support totally. him. No. I think I, I don't know if he really, you know, had to do some serious self reflection and dig into his heart and and try <laughs> to think about whether or not this election was really stolen if he had all of the evidence in front of him. I don't know if he really th- believes that i think he's purely i think it's very superficial and i think he's just driven by his ego and he doesn't give a fuck about the constitution he doesn't give a fuck about the republican party he doesn't care about like the fact that his entire legacy which there were he had good policy he did have some good policies not across the board but he Mm -hmm. did have some successes and he doesn't even care that all of that is going to be completely undone. He didn't give a shit about the Senate losing those two right. Georgia runoffs. Yep. You know, everything. It is just about his ego. It's all and, for the brand. Um, yeah. Yeah. He won't be known for know, any, well, any of the, the good stuff you could claim. He won't be known for any of that now. He'll be known as two no. impeachment no. dude. Right. Yeah. Right. No, my, that's, yeah. I think that's true. My interpretation is like, I don't think he really, I don't think the thinking is that deep. And I don't, and I don't mean to just like chalk it up to like, he's an idiot. But like, I mean, I, I really don't think there is that much like strategy behind anything that he does. Right. And but I think some he people stumbled do, into though. some good some things. Some people do think it's a think master so. strategy. But, but, he, he no no I, I really don't people think so. are always like oh he's playing four-dimensional chess no, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> and you see that from like the right they're like oh he's yeah no. high, you know no he's got a cabinet that's doing he's stuff a toddler he's in a power just tie. Some nice coincidence <laughs> he's had some yeah. coincidental wins yeah and then you also have the right that's like oh he's conspiring and he's doing all of this and you mean the left? The left. The left is like, oh, he's orchestrating all of this, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, you guys are conspiracists. Like, I think that, yeah, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to say. Like, I generally go with, like, don't attribute malice where stupidity will suffice. Ha! That's a good line. It, whoa, say that again? There's. Don't attribute malice where stupidity will suffice. That's fucking That's some solid, wisdom dude. from the bench right yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> so tight. Thank you. <laughs> oh, that was so. I got chills. I got chills. Oh. I did. Good gravy. That was good. Okay. That is not my own. Take I will note, say. whiskey babies. <laughs> and I cannot. I cannot think of who I heard this from. But it is a wonderful, wonderful. Man, story. that is so solid. I mean, okay. So with the impeachment thing too, I think there's something to be said. Again. I, I, I'm not well versed enough, but I've, I've done a little reading and when, when it comes to a Senate impeachment trial, it's not necessarily coming down to criminal, criminal court. So right. 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 The, the proceedings are different. Even just the process is different. Speaking to the impeachment itself and especially leading up to January 6th, it says so much that the current and the previous, what, nine Heads of the Pentagon had to get together and write a letter saying, like, essentially telling the military, like, we don't do that. Like, we're not involved in what people are trying to say we're involved in or might get involved in. 
the fact that they had they felt mm, I'm not familiar the with the fact this. that they felt I didn't hear like about they this. had to do this. Well, who? Well, hold on. For months leading up to the election, when the Democrats were saying like Trump won't concede, which he didn't, <laughs> but <Right. laughs> they uh. They had a whole, the election integrity project outlined different scenarios of how the election could go. And one of them was Trump not conceding and him co-opting the military to stage a coup. So that could have something to do with the fact why the military felt the need to, or, you know, sort of the, the heads of the military felt the need to say that they wouldn't do that. It was people playing war games, like scenario games, and they did a big story on it. About the outcome that could happen, right? And then the, right. media, the yeah. media ran yeah. with it. It right, was right, a good. Right. Like, it was a no elected official mentioned this. Yeah. No. <laughs> we'll talk about some media. And conspiracy. I think this, this comes back to the fact that like the media stoking this fire and poking the bear for like the last really five years leading up to right. the 2016 election, like their hands are dirty in all mm-hmm. of this as well. And I think the fact that there seems to be an appetite to like keep it going Mm -hmm. and again i see the merit in impeaching trump and keeping and barring him from from being able to run for elected office again i think that would benefit the republican party maybe Mm -hmm. more than it would benefit the democrat party but i also recognize that like what that is going to do is again that that will keep trump alive and and i the fact that there's an appetite for that on the left sort of shows me anyway that I think that their priorities are sort of out of whack and I don't think they're really serious mm. about like getting down to business mm-hmm. and pursuing the various policy agendas that they talk about pursuing. I think it's they're they're stuck on Trump and um mm-hmm. I think that says a lot about yeah. them. Hmm. I don't disagree with you. Yeah. No, I think that's fair. Good great we <sighs> You want to talk about Parlor and Twitter now? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think so. Yes. We're, there's what plenty more to talk about this. <laughs> let's just let's just pivot. Let's make like business people and pivot. Pivot. Oh, all right. That was a Friends reference. I don't even like Friends, but whatever. Never seen Over. <gasps> Good for rated. you, Torna. Don't ever watch Overrated. it. It's stupid. Overrated. It's not funny. I don't like it. It's really not. It's horribly written. I don't like it when people say like is this show the new friends it's like oh no because it's good <laughs> right back off my new favorite show it's good unlike yeah, yeah, friends yeah, don't don't taint it with that name <laughs> precisely I'm, yes thank you that's a hot take though i will say thank you for joining us on the whiskey bench if you would do us a favor please tell a friend about the show in person with a text, or by sharing about it on social media. You can join us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Pinterest, all at Whiskey Bench Pod. And don't forget to subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Remember, always drink responsibly, and cheers to a fulfilled life with all its beauty. Thank you.